profile series i'm your host matt hicks the ff educator joined by john lobb the gridiron scholar and this is the israel abanic kanda rookie profile john this is the patron choice for this week there's a lot of folks not only in the rookie big board discord but across the fantasy football community that are high on this late round draft target so let's get into the running back from Pitt. You know, I love our Patreons. They do awesome. I've been looking forward to um, Israel Abandaconda all off-season, Matt. We finally have the opportunity. He is a polarizing prospect in the Devi Dynasty NFL draft community. I know I'm an outlier. I am incredibly bullish on this young man. And if you follow me on Twitter, yesterday I posted... I finally got my comp, and I'm not a big comp guy, but he reminds me of Tiki Barber. And my friends, go look back at how good Tiki Barber was with the Giants. I'm telling you right now, he would be the number one back in fantasy football if he played today. And I looked it up, Matt. He had he ended his career with five consecutive thousand-yard seasons, and he was a late breakout. He sat on the bench essentially for three years before he had his first thousand yard season with the Giants. So this young man, Izzy, is 20 years old. He's the youngest running back in the draft. I think as you watch him, you have to do projections. What could he be at the age of 22? And that's how I'm grading him. I've loved the film this year. Love the production, Matt. I remember Pittsburgh, the two all-time greats are Tony Dorsett, the Heisman winner, and LaShawn McCoy, who was an absolute stud at the turn of the century. Izzy is not in their class of prospects. I'm not trying to say that. But there are aspects of his game that I love, Matt. In high school, a three-star prospect. He was the number one overall player in New York State. He was rated the nation's number 15 running back, New York's Gatorade Player of the Year. And what you and I have mentioned and you can see on the film, he was a two-time 100-meter gold medalist and a 100-meter bronze medalist in high school. And you can see that speed once he gets by the first wave or if the hole opens up, Izzy's gone. In 2022... I mentioned it. I love the film. First team, all ACC. 1,431 yards rushing, 20 touchdowns. He was first team All-American by ESPN. He was a Maxwell Award and Walter Camp Award semifinalist. Against Virginia Tech, and this is just the peak. He had a career best 320 rushing yards and was named Doak Walker National Running Back of the Week. And I understand Virginia Tech's defense didn't look very good in that game, but... Matt, it's a running back's job to take advantage of what the defense gives him, and he did it. 
He finishes the NCAA statistical champion in scoring at 11.6 points per game, total touchdowns 21, and rushing touchdowns 20. He was second in all-purpose yards with 164.1 per game, fourth in total points scored, and seventh in rushing yards per game. Just an amazing season. He really did. And for someone who wasn't talked about much outside of the college fantasy football community. In 2021, he led Pitt in rushing yards with his 651 and rushing touchdowns on 123 carries. There was some goodness there as a sophomore. He also paced the team in kickoff returns, averaging 29.4 yards per attempt. He had seven for 206 yards and a touchdown as a sophomore. Why do I mention that? That should get him drafted and on the field immediately, Matt. He can return kicks for your team. He was named ACC Specialist of the Week, logging a 98-yard kickoff return touchdown against Virginia, and it was their first team kickoff since 2018. Matt, I love the film, love the production model. What does your analysis say of Izzy? Yeah, John, I already knew you'd like Izzy, right? Because uh, he <laughs> profiles as a big back and he's a productive back, right? And there's a lot of folks, John, that are in your, your camp here in saying that that's the type of running back they want, especially kind of looking for somebody who's probably going to be a day three prospect, right? You know, John, I had the opportunity. Izzy is one of the draft prospects that we're talking about here that I had the opportunity to see play live this year. I was oh, in so Tennessee. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Right. So I was I was in Pitt when Tennessee played, and he was the Pittsburgh offense in that <laughs> game. 25 for 154. He had a touchdown, averaged over six yards per carry. And so I got to see all the upside with Izzy. And there's plenty of upside. I think we need to be uh, fair and talk about the downside as well. But let's start here with what he does well. He is the classic downhill runner, John. He accelerates well running downfield. You mentioned it. Once he gets to that second level of the field, if he is still in space, then it can be lights out. He can absolutely accelerate, push downfield, get that big play. He hits the hole hard, John. He's a power back. He plays as a power back. And he's a tenacious runner. He will attack the hole. He has great contact balance. He's scrappy. He fights through the end of plays. And I like his footwork as well. You know, working in tight space, I think he's got solid footwork. I will say, I think we need to be realistic about his athleticism and why we're talking about him as a day three prospect. He's a, he's a rigid runner. He's a little upright at times. So he's not going to be the best lateral move guy. And it's probably going to limit his ability to consistently win outside of the tackle box, right? He's probably a guy that's going to primarily spend his career smashing in between the A and B gap, which isn't the end of the world. But, John, the vision for me is a little inconsistent. Uh, I, You know, he has trouble, in my opinion, creating his own space. If Pitt opened up that space for him, then that's fantastic. He was able to do it. So I don't know, John. Like, he screams a San Francisco running back to me, right? Oh, like, you know, or Miami, right? Because Miami's kind of branching in a similar mold. So I, I – have trouble projecting fantasy, um, you know, in a huge volume load for him. But I do think Izzy's going to hang around the NFL for a while because he doesn't have the most versatile skill set. But what he does well, he does very well. And, John, I think the numbers would back that up. 
Matt, absolutely. I had started eyeballing Izzy around early October. And I started paying more attention and taking notes because the numbers began to excite me. So I had to watch him more. And at the end of the year, I plugged him into my model, Matt. And believe it or not, my model really likes this young man. You mentioned he was the offense against Tennessee. Matt, he was the offense all year. He was 33% of the team's scrimmage yards. And I understand the ACC wasn't the best defensive conference. I understand all that. But you mentioned Tennessee. Hey, they're not a top-level SEC, but it's still an SEC program. It's still a power five defense. And when he gets the lane, Matt, he's gone. So that's why I think we both see him like, ooh, that San Francisco-Miami running game where they just get him outside the tackle or in the A-gap and he just goes. Like, just let him go. You know, and what I like about him, he has the size. 5'11", 216. Most of those 49ers and Dolphins running backs are undersized. Izzy is not undersized. He has scrimmage yards, 1,577 this year, Matt. He can take on the alpha male role in the backfield. 5.6 yards per carry. And I get it. There's explosive runs, which bring that up. There's a lot of runs that are not pleasant, you know, one or two yard gains. But Pitt doesn't have a dominant offensive line, Benny, stretch of the imagination. 2,177 career rushing yards. What I've been thinking about Izzy, he's so young. Remember one year ago at this time, Zach Charbonnet decided to go back onto campus and look at where he is now in the draft prospect circle. Abandaconda decided, I'm taking my skills to the NFL. He's an early declare, and as I mentioned, he's only 20 years of age. He believes in himself. He must have got decent reports from the draft committee, the, the people who told him, right, Matt? And he's banking on himself. If he stayed another year at Pitt, and what if he put together another 1,400-yard season like Zach Charbonnet did? Matt, we might be talking about him in a total different class of prospect. I think you have to project him because he's so young. He's also the value right now. I have him highly ranked. Don't draft him in the first round. You don't have to, Matt. He's going to be a value and why don't you right now tell our viewers where is the value of this Pittsburgh running back? Look at that transition. Look <laughs> at that. All right. I have him projected as a day three late. You know, I do think he's going to go more around six to seven right now. I think that's a little controversial. I think most folks would probably have him more in round four or five. But generally day three, I think, is a fair consensus right now for his draft capital. I do have his ADP projection, John, right now in a super flex rookie draft is 301 to 304, so early third round. That is above where you would put most guys drafted in that late day three range, right? So I'm trying to balance the idea that I recognize consensus is a little bit higher for all the reasons we've talked about. But for me, again, it's projecting consistent volume for a band of Canada. That's what I'm struggling to do. And it'll be an easy change of tune, right? If he lands in a good situation or we can project out. So I, that's why I have his fantasy football value comp right now is Chuba Hubbard, right? Chuba Hubbard was somebody that I, I was, again, you know, was a very exciting, explosive player. I was lower on him, but 
you saw if the cards align, you know, or if the chips align, whatever. <laughs> the, the, I'm combining like four expressions there. If, if the <laughs> stars align here, you know, and, and he gets into a good volume spot for a period of time, he could be super fantasy relevant. And those are the guys you want on your bench, right? And so that's why I even projected out in my bench depth here, a good guy to have on your roster. But John, as you alluded to, don't use your first couple round picks on him. Use that third round pick where it starts to get it really starts to get into my guy territory, right? And John, it should be my guy territory all the time for folks who are digging through the depths of the rookie guide. Over 95 pages of rookie content available right now to the rookie big board patrons, along with our rankings, along with the Discord and in depth profiles, and now articles for uh, exclusive for Patreons over at, at patreon.com slash rookie big board. You get in there for as low as $3 a month. You got to check it out, folks. It's rookie draft season. It's the time to do it. And as always, we appreciate you checking out this episode of the rookie big board. Rookie big board.